On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Netflix and Disney and put them against each other to see which one I believe is a buy. Yesterday on July 6th of 2021, ARK reported that they bought both these companies. And this was actually pretty interesting. So I want to see which one I enjoy the most at the moment. Uh, so we all know Disney from Disney Plus, their theme parks, their cruise lines. And we all know Netflix because we're most likely watching Netflix more than one time a week. Uh, so in this episode, I'm going to have what I call my point system where we're going to take a look at stuff like revenue growth, future growth, margins, cash flow margins. And I'm just going to give my overall points to see which company I prefer better. So let's start off. First, we're going to start off with revenue growth. And I want to see more how which company has grown the most in the past few years. So we can see first, let's start off with Disney. Disney had a very, very bad year due to COVID, right? This is a company that was definitely affected by it. So in the past four quarters, starting the most recent was for the quarter ending on March 31st. Revenue was down 13%. The one before that was down 22. Before that was negative 23. And the one before that was negative 41.87. So we can see June, um, the quarter ending June 30th, which will be the upcoming quarter earnings uh, that they will be reporting in the next few months was the worst for them same time last year. This is when COVID really, really affected the company and they almost lost 50% of their revenue compared to prior year. We can see before COVID though, the company was doing pretty good. In the previous four quarters, they were up 20.8%, 36.42, 33.64, and 33. And the good reason for this was Disney Plus. November 12th of 2019, Disney Plus came out. They also had increased the prices of some of their parks. So Disney was doing a lot to really increase their revenue. Now, if we take a look at Netflix, Netflix is a whole different story. Netflix, COVID has definitely accelerated and it hasn't slowed down much. In their most recent earnings, their revenue grew 24.2%. I know one of the biggest bearish stocks right now is Netflix on their most recent earnings reported not much on subscription growth for the upcoming quarter, which will be this upcoming quarter that they report. And investors are gonna definitely be keeping an eye on the future growth and future guidance. But we can see for the past seven eight quarters the company has grown its revenue for over 20 percent. so obviously for historical revenue growth i am gonna have to give the point to netflix even though disney wasn't doing that bad i don't think we can really fault them for the covid situation and even with covid situation right they were not i mean we saw some businesses down more than 50 60 70 percent in some of the worst times where Disney, I want to say thanks to the power of some of their other flows like Disney Plus, like their stores and and every other type of content that they have. Revenue only dropped as much as 42%, still a big hit. But regardless, I don't think it was uh, it, it, it was as bad as some of these other players. Now, the second thing we're going to take a look at is future growth. So here we're t- I'm taking a look at what analysts believe these companies will do. And before we take a look at future growth, guys, make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button. It helps so much with the overall channel. And let's take a quick listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services, The Fool Offers. 
Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor Services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month, you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the Stock Advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. So Disney is expected to grow 12.6% on average for the next three to five years, where Netflix is expected to grow 13.4%. I do believe both are growing at strong levels, but this Netflix is still um, is still growing at faster levels, right? And uh, so here I'm gonna have to give another point to Netflix. Next, what I wanna take a look at is margins. And here I, I know who's already gonna win. Normally the one that has lower growth it's usually a more mature company. We can see here, we're gonna take a look at margins for Disney. Even though, right, Disney did see a loss in profit margins, again, due to COVID situation, um, and this is me taking a look at trailing 12 months, they're, before that, they were super positive in profit margins. They were about 13.8% looking at trailing 12 months before COVID happened, right? And we can see their gross margins were 30.6%. One thing is they were spending a lot of money on just overall content creation for Disney Plus that kind of affected their gross margins. But I do believe that will begin to improve over time. If we take a look at Netflix and their margins, right? Netflix profit margins were 14.2%. And they were 41.1%. I do believe both companies here to have very strong gross margins and very strong profit margins. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna give a point to actually both Disney and Netflix. And now we're gonna take a look at cash flow margins. So cash flow margins, this is how much company, how much money they're keeping from their everyday revenue. Again, we can see right. It's, this is insane for Disney. Revenue took a huge, huge hit when taking a look at trailing 12 months due to COVID. Obviously, their net cash flow from operations also took a hit, but they were still positive. That's what you like to see. Even during their worst times, their operating cash flow margins were still 7.37%. If we take a look at Netflix, Netflix is a different story. Their revenue is increasing and they're finally achieving positive in cash flow from operations. If you take a look at their margins now, they're about 11.16%, taking a look at trailing 12 months. But when you take a look at historical numbers, they were almost in the negative until COVID happened. COVID really accelerated this company's revenue. We can see here in operating cash flow margins. Here, just because Disney has more of a historical strength in cash flow margins, I am gonna give it to Disney. So right now we're stuck with two points each. The next thing we're gonna take a look at is the balance sheet for both Disney and Netflix. So Disney right now, they have about $15.9 billion in cash and short-term investments, and they have about $52.5 billion in debt. Remember, this is also a company that's profitable in gap earnings and positive in cash flow operations. If we take a look at Netflix, Netflix has a cash and short-term investments of 8.4 billion and debt of about 15.6 billion. So if we take a look at ratios, balance sheets are, are a little bit stronger for Netflix. They have less ratio, uh, they have they're less leverage in forms of ratio. But remember, Disney is a company that has what theme parks, so they have a lot of long-term and other assets and physical assets. They also are a company that's profitable in positive and cash flow from operations and in gap earnings. Um, and that's kind of shown that historically 
in the past as well. So in balance sheet, I do believe both companies are great where they're at in forms of, of where they're at in business sense. Even though they're different in, in forms of numerical and ratios, I do believe some Disney has had a longer time of historical strongness in that fundamentals with positive cash flow. For example, it's okay for them to be a bit more leveraged than Netflix. Now, I actually, I'm not taking a look at PE valuation, but I do want to take a look at valuations in forms of metrics. So here, uh, I'm taking a look at, actually, I am taking a look. I'm looking at forward PE ratio and forward EV to a beta ratio. The first thing I'm seeing is Netflix is a lot cheaper in both PE and forward EV to a beta ratio compared to where it's been in the past, even in almost all of uh, between July to January of 2020 and 2021. So it's a lot cheaper than then. That's great to see. Very similar with the PE ratio as well, right? 51.42, a lot cheaper than it's been most of 2020. So I am liking how the valuation metrics are looking for Netflix. For Disney, it doesn't seem like the company is undervalued. It's kind of sitting on the average of where it's been. So it's neither undervalued or overvalued to historical numbers. So it does seem in form of valuation metrics, Netflix is it might be looking a bit undervalued compared to where it has in the past. So for that reason, I am gonna give a point to Netflix. So Netflix is definitely winning right now with about five points. And then we have Disney with three points. If we take a look at overextension, this is going to be a, now we're going to take a quick look at technicals. I want to see if any of the stocks are a bit overextended. So Netflix, I want to say for the past 12 months or so, it's kind of just been trading in this channel. Right now, it is a bit overextended from its moving averages. Not that crazy. And I believe there's plenty of volume right here. If we take a look at Disney, Disney, on the other hand, it's nowhere near overextended from a short-term or medium-term moving average, which I do believe is providing investors with a little less risk. Again, right, overextension doesn't tell me which stock to buy or which stock to sell. It just tells me, hey, there might be a little more risk right now in this company. I believe a good portion of the risk has been eliminated with Disney. And this makes a lot of sense, especially since they did so well with Disney+. Plus. Now, as things are opening back up, they're going to start showing strong numbers with the overall parks. I, I, I'm guessing, I'm assuming this quarter is going to be an, a strong quarter for them. And they're going to see very, very strong revenue growth. Netflix, on the other hand, I mean, they kind of really kind of picked up that growth in the past year. They're not expected much growth subscription wise. Both of them, I want to say, are not too overextended. But I do believe the best one in form of technicals is maybe I actually do like both of them. So, again, I am going to give a point to both. Uh, So Netflix is still leading right now with six points and Disney has four points. The next one is which one am I more bullish on? We saw in forms of prices, I think both of them are sitting good levels, but now in forms of business wise, I do think Netflix is improving, right? They have huge amount of content in their platform. They're also trying to release new ways to engage with the viewers. But I do believe anything Netflix can do, Disney can also attempt to do. But I don't think everything Disney can attempt to do Netflix can attempt to do if that makes sense. So for me, I am a little more bullish in Disney in form of company. They have strong IPs from Star Wars to Marvel to everything else. Netflix has a lot of great originals, right? And in in, in forms of business as a whole, Netflix, due to it being more of a software base, no real, no real like 
stores or hard hard physical assets their margins in the long term of things will be a lot better than disney in, in my opinion but i think in more bullishness in form of overall company i do enjoy disney more than netflix so right now disney gets five points and netflix gets six points so here we can see i mean it, it does seem like they're there are great and they're different for every investors obviously the winner here is netflix they've had stronger revenue growth they had stronger future growth as well they have some decent margins and are improving over time I think Disney is more of a play if you want to have a mixture of, hey, a company that's growing as a media company, but it's also a great play as as consumers are going back to the outside world. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed that quick video. Uh, take care. Have, uh, make sure to hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and see you next time.